Hi, this is Lou Peck from the International Bunch. I attended an event recently called Paywall, the Business of Scholarship film that was hosted by RL UK and Arcadia Fund. And thanks so much to them for the lovely nibbles and drinkies that we had afterwards. It was um, followed by a panel discussion with David Prosser from RL UK, Jason Smith, who produced and directed Paywall, uh, Chris Banks, who's a director of library services at Imperial College, Rachel Bruce, who's the head of open research at UKRI, and Catriona McCullen, a director of open science at Hindawi. Apologies if I have said anyone's name incorrectly. This is live. Uh, this is not scripted. I may make some mistakes, but fingers crossed we can get through this together. Um, I actually took my mother to see it. It's a great opportunity for her and I to catch up because we live about five hours apart. And also because I've been explaining the industry to her recently, people will say to her, what does your daughter do? And she says, I don't know. So I thought it was about time I educated her. Uh, to the publishing industry and to scholarly communications um, and also to hear from her, her her feedback and experiences of what she thought and what she understood and because she's been hearing more and more about open access on the radio which happens to be BBC Radio 4. So if you haven't seen the film yet it's been out for about five months this is the second time that I've seen it um, you can of course access it freely online um, it would be a bit hypocritical if you couldn't um, Jason who produced the film did a huge amount of work for this um, he undertook about 70 interviews and it took over 18 months it's a great film it's got some really interesting interviews um, and rather than me reviewing it there are several reviews out there that I have linked to in my blog that um uh, that you should read. It saves me reinventing the wheel, effectively. What I will say is that I found, um, as I mentioned before, the film was really good and I know that my mum enjoyed it and she found it interesting. Um, but there were certain parts that I felt that Elsevier was targeted and they took most of the flack for it that is, is an industry-wide issue. Um, they are a commercial business and so at the end of the day you'd expect that they would make money and they clearly have had a model that's worked very well for them. And businesses are run by people and like I know or like even on the panel who they've worked for Elsevier in the past or I know people who work for or have worked for Elsevier and there are some really really good people who work at Elsevier so I think it's important that we think about the human element to these businesses and that not everyone is the devil. I sometimes heard um, Elsevier refer to that at many events I've been to or conferences or discussions. Um, I mean, even I know um, examples of, you know, I think like back in 2007 when I worked at ProQuest, there were, um, Elsevier has such a good hold on librarian budgets and you could see in the industry that lots of publishers and um, service providers, suppliers were trying to keep their piece of the budget. and But it did force all these different organisations to rethink their offerings and their strategies and what buy models they could bring to the table. So there was good and bad. But, you know, Elsevier's been there for a long time in terms of all the things that it's been doing and... Um,
actually, as I heard from the event itself, um, is the third largest publisher of open access content. So in situations like this, we need a movement to introduce change, and that change has been happening. Uh, but we still have a long way to go to find the right solutions. And now with even things like predatory publishers, it just adds to the complexities. But hopefully when we have collaborations like Project Deal, which uh, Wiley's recently announced, and initiatives like S-Plan, this will help to reduce or even eliminate these. So um, what can I tell you about the discussions? It was really interesting. Everyone gave an introduction to themselves um, about what their background is with open access. Um, we know like around a quarter of a century ago, the publishing industry was really affected by rising costs, reduced access and journals in crisis. I'd heard at past conferences in the 80s that um, the huge amount that authors would actually have to pay publishers for typesetting and for all the different elements of the publishing process and actually how that has um, in some respects uh, got better. But that was obviously the 80s and we're now 2019, can you believe it? So we've also seen over the years a real change in how the community has been driving um, improvements for access, initiatives, technology, uh, things like digital repositories, collaborations that are happening, partnerships, and as well as experimenting with output to drive research forward. We've also seen over the years a number of new startups to help to fill the gap with certain services that are required or to make us be smarter, make us th do things better. Author-led tools, for example. Um, a lot of people in the 90s won't have even realised, but they were an advocate of open access. And it certainly hasn't come without its challenges, but we have come so far already. But of course, we've still got more to go. Um, content quality was brought up and it's not just something that's specific to open access. It's something that's also apparent in subscription and also how predatory publishers are on the rise. Um, there are new services, as we mentioned before, but, you know, they face their own challenges. Something can be really popular at the beginning, but then maybe as time moves on, the engagement or the adoption levels um, decrease. Um, there are real problems with the quality of science. I've heard about this myself, about um, academic institutions not wanting their researchers to publish negative results. They want them to publish and store in their clouds the positive results. Um, this is something that was brought up and discussed in this session. And, you know, why do we want to keep the community um, back by them making the same mistakes rather than learning from the mistakes so that we can have more global advancement? Um, we know that there's a movement for open science and we've seen that there's backing now from UKRI, for example. Peer review process uh, was brought up in the respect that it needs addressing. Something's going wrong, but, you know, that's something that we know about anyway. Complexities of the system that we use. There are so many systems out there. Some of them don't talk to um, each other. Institutions have their own systems or they have an off-the-shelf system or they have a bespoke system. Suppliers as well. They're all so different. They can be hard to configure. You need training. Some of them aren't very intuitive. And then some of them do talk to each other. So the more collaboration we have, the more benchmarks, the more... Um, 
shared information that we have between these businesses, the better it's going to be for us in the long run. And we all know that data is key. Nice, clean, correct, current data. Uh, transparency in cost, and this has come up with other events that I've attended, you know, needing to understand where the money is going. Why do things cost the things that they do? Something else that was brought up was about pay-per-view and the conversion rates for that. And is this something that is really adopted? And should we be dropping the cost of pay-per-view to uh, reduce the um, paywalls so that they're smaller? So easier transactions or process or the flow? You know, is this something that is really going to help? Um, only allowing an author to share an article on their website and not in a repository. You know, people questioned, is that really sharing? There really is a need for more mediant information to drive research forward. We know that, and especially in developing countries or third world countries. Um, but there are some fantastic teams all over the world and they just need that extra support or that extra bit of knowledge. So the more collaboration we have, the quicker we are going to advance globally. Um, there was a comment made about uh, when the part of the film talks about Scythe Hub, 150 million downloads. I mean, is that really that much when you look at an example like Royal Society who had 40 million downloads and that's only from 10 journals and that's just one um, publisher? Uh, Sci-Hub Wikipedia website. Did anyone hear about this? Does anyone know what this was even called? But there was mention of this Sci-Hub stroke Wikipedia website that came up and apparently um, it was amazing, but it was taken down super quick. Get in touch with me if you have heard about it. Um, we should be making things more discoverable. Uh, we all know this. I personally commented on this because I've worked with university presses on increasing discoverability of their content. And it is so incredibly hard for a university press who has a smaller um, set of content to be seen as priority when we're working with uh, aggregators, for example, to get them fed into um, their full text content, their open access full text content into the system. And it's just, it's really tough out there. Um, policymakers and funders not realizing the problems with accessing the content. Hey, why is this happening? Because it's state funded. Um, and also uh, the final comment was that there needed to be better management of open access. I was surprised that uh, Project Deal wasn't discussed, which is the new uh, Wiley deal. And that was literally um, had been released within days of having this event. Um, so I would have loved to have heard the panel's thoughts on that. Um, but it came time for wine. So, you know, what can you do? Um, but you can see that publishers have started to really try to address some of these challenges. And yes, we've They've got a long way to go. I say we, I'm not a publisher. But yes, they have a long way to go. But hopefully we'll continue this momentum and really see some exciting things to start happening. And adoption with Plan S or like the Project Deal initiative or, you know, all these partnerships that are coming together to make a real impact to the community. Um, so it was a great event. I think it was definitely worthwhile me attending bit of networking as well and I look forward to when there's another one and um, hopefully you know more wine as we all like. 
But um, if you have any questions or you want to ask me any questions related to this podcast, then just um, tweet on at IntBunch, because, you know, International Bunch is far too long for Twitter. So I-N-T Bunch. Um, or you can contact us directly. Just go to our website and use a contact form and you can get in touch directly. All right. Thanks so much and uh, enjoy the rest of your day.